Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview as Villa travel to Goodison Park on Saturday to take on Everton at three o'clock. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by my good friend, Neil Dunworth, to talk through that game. The show is sponsored by Luke Roper. If you want to get 20% off everything they have to offer, then use the code TVV20 and that will do just that for you. Neil, if people knew the rigmarole that we had try, trying to get, as if it's not bad enough being a Villa fan in general, you're then having to try and do podcasts about it and try and get on with our system. If people knew the fun and games that we had, honestly. Uh, ge- genuinely, I was like, thinking about it there. You should set up a separate YouTube channel for the bloopers and the outtakes and 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 just record from the very start when we jump into the room. <laughs> Mate, the like... content on the bloopers <laughs> would, would be far superior to anything else absolutely. that we throw out on the channel. There's a blooper. Every time we start, honestly, absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, here we are. We're here for the match preview. Neil, you'd say sometimes like, oh, we always get teams at the wrong time. Everton now at Goodison Park. Sean Dyche is, is two for two since he's taken over there. Mm. there. They've won both games. It is a bad time to play Everton at Goodison Park, isn't it? It's a bad time to play Everton with Seamus Coleman scoring wonder goals anyway. Really you know, um, Do you think he meant that? I don't think he's a liar, so I think he must have done. <clears throat> there's, you, there, there is no way Seamus Coleman tell, tells lies. I think he'd be okay. afraid to... He's the most honest, don't-to-earth person that you'll ever find. And uh, do you know what? I, and and I, I'll hijack it a small bit with some Irish propaganda here because Why not? Uh, uh, for 60k, you know, it's often thrown around, but... The guy is just a born bred leader, and, and you just see what he does, uh, even within the, the Irish camp, even within the the, the Everton camp. Um, there he'll go down as an Everton legend, and I think he should do because uh, you know his his uh, his loyalty and his um, his ability to to stay the course as well is uh, is huge. And um, yeah, terribly proud of him as an Irishman, I think, and and he's done some great stuff for the Irish national team as well. 
It was a big win against Leeds for, for, for them yeah, last week. They're, they're carrying a slight bit of momentum now, Everton, with those two wins. So Goodison Park won't be an easy place to, to go at all. Obviously, Arsenal, who beat us last week, went there and lost 1-0 as well. So it's going to be a tough game for, for Villa. Villa shipping goals for fun at the moment. I guess in some respects, though, yeah. whatever Everton turns up, they're not going to be free scoring. So from that regard, at least maybe we'll stop conceding three-plus per game. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an area. I'm actually glad we're playing away from home at the weekend because our way our way form has been a bit better defensively than our home form has been. Um, although not that much better, but uh, it's you know Sean Dyche has really come in and, and galvanised that team. Um, they're a team of players that suit what Sean Dyche I think wants to do. Uh, obviously, having Dwight McNeil there playing as a playing as that wide player. You know, uh, Calvert-Lewin has been out, but Neil Mopé is starting up front. Obviously, they've got uh, some dogged players there in the middle of midfield that Frank Lampard couldn't get the best out of. But uh, I think this is still going to be a low-scoring game. Now, once again, I said the Leicester game was going to be a low-scoring game, and what do I know with regards to that? But I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I think both teams are going to want to keep it tight. Um, but I'm kind of I'm 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 happier that we're playing away from home with regards to this because I think that Emery's style has has allowed him to to really bunker down away from home and we've seen we've gotten some of our better results away from home so um, uh, playing against teams at the wrong time yes absolutely but I think the fact that we're playing away from home is in our favour. Yeah, we kind of got to go back to basics a little bit, Villa. We're shipping too many goals at the moment. We've been far too too open. Something that's been levelled at Villa a lot over the years actually has been too easy to play through. But Villa giving teams goals seems to be the big problem at the moment, and it's the volume in which they're giving teams goals as well. So Villa's best results under Emery really have been away from home. Other than Man City, Villa have won every game away from home under Emery. So then get back to those kind of performances. I see this one being a bit like the Southampton game. When we played Southampton away, They'd won a couple of cup games, so you felt like their tails were up a little bit with the fittest man in the world managing them as well in in Nathan Jones. So Everton's tails are, de- are definitely up at the, the moment. But like you, I, I do think it's a good thing for us to be, to be away this week because I do think the way we've we've set up in away games has been astute, has been clever. Everton will will bring threats. We don't know at this time whether Calvert Lewin will be one that plays, but it's fair to say they're a different mm-hmm. team when Calvert-Lewin's there. So I think if he's not there, that, that's a big, big plus for Villa. They've got kind of like this workman-like midfield going on at the moment with Idrissa Garnagay, who, who, who we know well, Decore and Anana in there. A lot of the times, Anana will get right up alongside the central striker and create that extra body in the box. And then Decore will enter the box from deep as well. So Villa have got to watch midfield runners. But I do think that's an awkward midfield to, to, to come up against for Luiz and Kamara for, mm. for any midfield. I don't think any midfield will enjoy coming up against that Everton midfield because it's just it's quite industrious. There's, there's legs in there that there can be that can be a few problems there for teams. I think um, when we played them at the start of the season, Andre Gomez was in that midfield with yeah, Decore playing, and the two of them played at the base of of uh, of like a three uh, a four two three one uh, system. And we really went to town on Decore and, and uh, Andre Gomez uh, in, in that for, in that game earlier on in the season. Um, They've obviously transferred now and they play a four-five-one type system, obviously with the wingers. And you mentioned that one of the midfielders does kind of play in that nine-role four-four-one-one, if you want to call it. Um, I, I think if 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 Onana isn't there and they have to bring in somebody like a Tom Davies, it does weaken that midfield. Yeah, big um, 
I, I never really, no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it because that's the jinx to, the, that I would put on it. And you see Tom Davies bang went in from 40 yards the weekend. But I think obviously Onana came on. That was his first game against Villa. He really ran us ragged in those 20 minutes. He was the reason that they got their second goal or got their got their goal back after we yeah. got our second goal. Um, he's a really good player. He's like, they, they're rave about him in Belgium. And, and he's going to be somebody, if he's out, I think it's going to be a massive plus point for Aston Villa because uh, if he doesn't start, but if he does come off the bench, we're going to need to look after him because he's got that height. He's got that bustle that Sean Dyche needs. Um, almost like when when David Moyes started to play Mauro and Fellaini up top with uh, with, with the striker, um, you know, because he had that muscle and that height, he moved him from that midfield role into kind of more uh, a forward role. Um, they started to get more um, more more purchase. Sean Dyche can do that with Onana as well, and as we know that we are going to get peppered from from crosses from the likes set of Iwobi, uh set pieces. Coleman's going to overlap with Iwobi there as well. Dwight Dwight McNeil just. Plows them into the box. That's his. That's his raison d'être out there. Um. So it's going to be. Um. It's going to be something we're going to need to look for. And if they do only have uh, Neil Mope to start up front, or maybe somebody younger like an Ellis Sims, uh, because I don't think Calvert Lewin is going to be there. You know, they are going to rely on their midfielders coming, and that's why they really need somebody in the height with the height of Onana to get into the box or maybe play up top beside Mope. So if he can't start from the from the off, and I know he came off the bench against Leeds, if he can't start it from the off, I think. It would be seen as a plus point for Villa. Is, is that is that the talk then that Anana won't play? I know you said you'd done some stuff with it with Everton. Is, is Anana a doubt? They, well, he just they were just going on. I, I did a Everton podcast and and they were saying that he it, it's more so it's a doubt whether he start. He'll definitely be involved in the squad. He's got to play Anana, surely. Oh no! It's just shot. he's injured. It's just he's coming back oh. from an injury. It's coming. Oh, okay. He's coming back from an injury. That's oh, all it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to see him missing. To be honest, if him and Calvert Lewin are, are both missing, that gives Villa a far superior chance yeah. of, of winning the game. That's two big options from set pieces gone as well. Which is you know Everton under Sean Dyche. I'm not yeah. being lazy here in saying this. They've been dangerous for, from set play since Dyche has arrived in the building. So that's something for Villa to watch. What do you think Villa would do? Do you, do you think we'll stay the same? I've got a feeling we'll probably stay the stay the same. Maybe Luca Dean will come in from Moreno, potentially. Actually, maybe the fullbacks will change. Greg Greg was talking on eighteen seventy four about the pod, about the podcast about the fullbacks all being at the kind of the the, the same level. So it may be now that the Emery rotates them a little bit. But Emery was seething after that game, so. You know, if he does keep if he does keep it the same, those players won't want to be put be dropping off in performance because he was absolutely seething. I, I don't know, but I, I think we'd probably be the same kind of team. I would think. I think if we are looking at fullbacks, I think Ashley Young comes in for Attic Cash. <laughs> it never seems like Una Henry likes what Cash does from a positional point of view. Um, you just like when the camera pans, not even to him, but as it's panning along as you're watching play, you can see him hopping up and down when the ball yeah. comes down our right hand side. And you mentioned that I think it was at the Leicester game, or maybe it was the Man City game. I can't remember. It must have been the Leicester game because it was a home game. Uh, and Matty Cash came on, if I'm not mistaken, in that game. Yeah. You you said that there was a like that there was animation on the yeah, sideline. Yeah, I was watching him. Yeah, he wasn't happy with a few things that Cash did. I think I think maybe Young comes in there. Um, I think Young up against uh, Dwight McNeil. Dwight McNeil isn't the speedster. Uh, yes, he's a great crosser of the ball, and 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 he can he can manipulate a cross out of out of very little. I think Ashley Young up against him there. I would have no qualms about. I'd have no qualms with Cash either. But I think that's what the change is going to be. I think McGinn is going to be another. 
Uh, another week on from McGinn coming back. I think we're going to see more industry from him. I don't think you can drop Coutinho after scoring a goal. No, and I way. think I, I don't see a, a pathway back for for Bailey back into the team unless it is for Buendia. But once again, you know, Buendia does a lot of unseen work, even though he did. I did feel against Arsenal that he was uh, at times that he was in and out of the game. But I think that's just what you're going to get from Buendia within this team. Um, and yeah, I, I can... I can't see there being upheaval to the team. He made five changes in the last game. I think he'll be a bit more steady in this one. Um, albeit, I don't think we'll see our goalkeeper go up for corners. No, hopefully we don't need him to. I mean, <laughs> last season, even the start of this season, it's probably unthinkable. You're talking about Matty Cash not, not being in the team when Villa's player of the year last year. But yep. Ashley Young has really had this this renaissance. And I do think when he doesn't play Ashley Young, we do miss his nous, we do miss his know-how and his leadership. Leadership, in yeah. There. I think that was possibly something that was missing a little bit against Arsenal. A lot of mistakes were made in that game. I mean, to be fair, we made mistakes in the Leicester game when Ashley was there, the home game before as well. I think Bailey, I think you're right on that. I think this isn't going to be a game that's open and expansive, so it probably actually makes sense to have the craft and the vision of when they're Ancatenia in there as they might be able to open the game rather than Bailey because you're kind of feeling a team that's going to sit in a lower block and defend D. Bailey will get himself into those cul-de-sac positions and actually... Worked reasonably well having him as an impact sub mm. in, in the last game. He, he, he hit the bar, made a couple of nice touches, frustrated us a couple of times as well. But it did work okay, him coming off the bench with, with, with Duran. I think that's the key thing now. I think we have a team we, we make up, although the squad's small, there's still three or four or five players to come off the bench and, and impact the game if it's not going the way that we want it or we need it to turn in a certain way. A, bi- a big thing here is that Ollie Watkins could become the first Villa player in Premier League history to score, score five in a row. So that's a big one. And at the moment, I'd probably back him to do it. I'd probably say it's more likely to score than not the way he's going at the moment. Um, yeah, I I can't remember what his what his record is like against Everton. But he scored a couple he, of years ago at Goodison, didn't he? A little chipped finish, I, I remember. I it think in he did, and and yeah. in the fixture of Villa Park at the start of the season. He had a really, really industrious performance. He the two assists for our two goals as well, and um, he was coming off a lot. He copped a lot of flack for the for the Bournemouth game, and he showed a lot of character to come back from that. And you know, um, if he was to do five five in a row, it'd be absolutely brilliant for him. I think his confidence is through the roof at the moment. He's shown some really good finishes. We've spoken about that before. He's shown some really good hold up play. Um, he's going to be up against Connor Cody and Tarkovsky, both players who are. Right, look, they're two very good defenders, but they, you know, they don't like to be dragged side to side. And I know a lot of people say that Cody is is this real um, nimble kind of defender, and we've seen him do that in a three. But in a two, you know, dragging him side to side is to our benefit because Villa did that. At Goodison didn't they? On they, the Monday night football a few weeks ago, they showed a clip of the difference in Everton's defence under Lampard and under Dodge, and that was exactly what Villa did for that first goal. They managed to pull Tarkovsky and Cody around for that Absolutely. first goal, and Danny Ings bagged so. I don't think we'll be doing that at Goodison Park, though, if I'm being honest. And that's what makes me think that potentially, 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 um, a Leon Bailey might maybe get a start, you know, because if you can drag them forward, which is very difficult against the Sean Dyche team. We have, like, against Burnley, they were the masters at this. Every team came and said, oh, we'll just play a bit of pace around them here with Tarkovsky and Ben Mee, uh, the two centre-halves. But very few teams got a massive run on them, or they, uh, they, they never, like, they were very disciplined and not coming too high. 
But you could drag them either side. And I think that it's going to be a, a very, very nervy first opening um, 10, 15 minutes. Villa will do their whole thing of keep it tight, try and draw teams forward and try and get a goal in the first 15 minutes. We've been very, very good at that. And I wouldn't back against us scoring an early goal. But I think both teams might do that because I think this is a game where both teams would, shake, if you were to give it to them now, two managers walk out into the centre circle, shake hands and take a point and, and walk away. I think both teams would probably take that. Villa to stop the rot and Everton to keep the point, go, keep their, their uh, momentum going, albeit we know that Aston Villa can go and win this game if they, if they turn up. But um, we need to stop the rot. We need to stop the rot of three losses in a row. And in a way, a game against Everton, a resurgent Everton, isn't they give me at all. Uh, but it's one that we, we should have ideas and we should see our attacking impetus uh, continue because we've attacked really well against against some teams recently. Our defence just needs to really show up. They we really score every game. We, we score every, every game under Emery, haven't we? You know, we're, yeah. we're putting the ball in the back of the net. We know we know where the goal is under under Erno. We just can't 100%. seem to defend it the last three games. Yeah. And it's, You know, you talk about early goals, and I agree with you because we have scored some early goals. Conceding a lot of early goals as well, you know, Arsenal, Saka's goal must have been in the first 15, 20 minutes in, in the last game. Leicester mm. responded quickly. So we've got a head in home games and then been pegged back quite quickly. Man City, I've got visions of the Man City game, early set pace. We can't, we can't be having stuff like that. You know, we'll come unstuck if we, if we defend set paces that, like we did that day yeah. against Manchester yeah. City against these. They'll, they'll score early. They, they, they won't mess around Everton from set paces. And at the moment, you know, the, the Everton fans are very upset with what's going on in their club in general mm. in terms of the ownership and, and the way they've been run over the last few years. But when they're at Goodison Park in a relegation room, we saw it last season. We've seen glimpses of it in the last couple of home games. They'll get behind their team and under Dyche and they'll make it a hostile place to, to come and play. So it's important Villa do keep it tight early because the Everton fans will be up. If we can quieten them down after the first 15, 20 minutes, keep it at, keep it at nil-nil, Villa stand a better chance of, of winning the game. It's imperative they don't go behind early in this one. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we, we haven't shown the ability to pick ourselves up off the floor much Um for the last 10 years, really, have we, uh, no. as, a, as a club. But... Um, what we've also, what's also very important for Aston Villa as well is that, you know, prior to the last three games, if I, if I Arsenal and, and Leicester, we had only lost from a winning position. Well, no, this is something I read on the internet. And as we know, the internet is always 100% real. Um, but I think it was from the other 14 um, Twitter account. And uh, I think I saw that we had only lost from a winning position um, once prior to the to the Leicester game and then we let the Leicester game slip and we let the Arsenal game slip as well so twice in the last couple of weeks we've let uh, we've let points drift from, from being in a winning position and I think if Villa get into that winning position I think we will see um, massive backs to the wall kind of situation I don't uh, and I think Emery is going to want that I think Emery prides himself on that and I don't think that's any secret and I think that's what maybe why he was so annoyed at the weekend was we he knows you get your nose in front you always have a chance and when we got our nose in front we turned up we, we completely went to pieces after Zinchenko's goal and before that we were rocking and I think that's what annoyed him more so when he was talking about players weren't right positionally. I don't think it was anything to do with um, with the with the third goal or the fourth goal. And I think he was just kind of a bit more annoyed that we worked so hard to soak up pressure, get those two goals, and then positionally we kind of lost it uh, five minutes before the Zinchenko goal. And, sp- and definitely after the Zinchenko goal, we lost our positioning in defence as well. Um, so 
uh, he won't want to see that at the weekend against Everton, against a completely different team. We're going to attack completely differently. We're going to need to be resolute in our positioning, um, specifically from crosses. We can't be heading the ball back into traffic. We have to just you know head it out over the line for a corner, or or you know get rid of the ball as quick as possible because Everton are going to airily bombard you regardless of what you do under under Sean Dyche, and it's going to be a different type of attack. And we're but we're still going to need to be as disciplined as we as uh, as we can be, yeah. I think I think McGinn's going to be really important in this one. Actually, on that yeah, on that, on that right so. flank, if he can curtail McNeil's early crosses, like you yeah. like you mentioned earlier, I do think McGinn getting in and about that Everton midfield will be will be important for, for this one. But Villa have got to do a few things better. Emery was visibly upset with how much Villa gave the ball away, and I think the thing he's mm. mainly hurt about is the fact they've conceded eleven in three and four in multiple home games. I think that's what's really upsetting him, and that was what he was most angry about. You can't be shipping that volume of goals that the Villa have been doing at the moment, especially when you have been so tight in the games that's before. It. That's just kind of come from nowhere a little bit, which makes it even more frustrating. Let's finish with a score prediction then, Neil. What do you think the score is going to be on Saturday? I think it's going to be 1-0 Villa. 1-0 to Villa? Yeah, I think there's going to be a massive emphasis on not conceding. Uh, like we had when he first came in, um, I think it's going to be a huge emphasis on that. I think the Villa have the, have the firepower to get a goal. We have been scoring in games recently, and I think we will score here. Um, and I think it's going to be 1-0 Villa. Okay, I did the Who Scored podcast Premier League preview this morning. I said that Villa were going to win 2 1, so I'm going to have to stick with that. I think Villa will win 2 1 at the weekend. So excellent, Neil. Thank you ever so much for joining me. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I'll be back tomorrow for the AVFC Stato show to go through all the niche stats before that, before the game, the Everton game that we've just spoken about. So, yeah, we do two previews on this channel one looking at the game and then one all around all the stats leading into it. So, watch out for that. Then I'll be a post match point at some point in the weekend as well. So, again, keep your eyes peeled for that. Subscribe to the channel with your post notifications on so you know exactly when the videos are coming. Yeah, have a good, uh, have a good rest of a Thursday and up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.